0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on old Dan. And Pastor Pendarvis is a pastor here at Radio Missions, where uh, Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr. was a founder and a pastor here for about 50 years while we were in New Orleans. And we were run out of New Orleans by Katrina, and we moved up here to Walker, Louisiana, where I was born and raised and built a new chapel and a new bookstore, and the Lord blessing it, sending the message. We broadcast all of our broadcasts from here now. And I don't understand how they do all those things, but they do. They're going on. And we bring bringing these studies now on divine healing, uh, true and false. And I know that these things are controversial. I know that many folks will not have the gospel. They will, will not believe God's word. And I have folks write me and call me, email me, and they want to know uh, what, what we preach and what we believe. And I've put together a little two-page pamphlet here, like a mission statement. And I want to just read you some of the excerpts from it. And then if you like, I'll send it to you free and postpaid about what we, the old trailblazer and radio missions, what we, what we believe. If you just listen, let me. I'm just going to quickly hurry through it. I believe that the Bible is the inerrant, absolute, eternal, unbroken word of God. Now, that's a, that's a dogmatic statement, isn't it? I believe that there's one and only one living and true God. I believe that man was a direct, perfect creation of God. I believe that salvation of any sinner is holy of grace. I believe that in order to be saved, a sinner must be regenerated or born again, made a new creature in Christ. I believe that repentance and faith are sacred duties. I believe that election is the eternal purpose of God. I believe in the, the eternal security of all believers. I believe that the law of God is eternal and unchangeable. I believe that the Lord Jesus Christ was virgin born and that he's the Son of God. I believe in the imminent soon coming of our Lord. I believe that Christian baptism is the immersion in water of a believer who by the work of the Holy Spirit has brought forth fruits suitable for repentance. I believe that the Lord's Supper is the second of two ordinances that Christ left us. I believe that the first day of the week is the Lord's day. I believe that civil government is of divine appointment. I believe that that the local assembly known as the church set forth in the New Testament is the only divine institution established by the Lord? I believe all of the above because it's found in God's word. I believe that we can sum up what the Bible teaches with these five great precious doctrines, the sovereignty of God or God on the throne, the total depravity of the natural man, salvation by grace and blood redemption in Christ, the person and work of the Holy Spirit, the soon coming of our blessed Lord back to earth again. Now, that's just a short synopsis. I never read it. I just took excerpts out of it. I'll be glad to send that to you. You might like to know what the old trailblazer is all about. And I have made many, many friends across this nation in the last several years over the old trailblazer broadcast. And uh, folks, folks want to get to know the trailblazer greater, better. So you write me and I'll send that to you. You go there to our website. You can see a picture of the old trailblazer. And uh, other information there about us, but we bringing you this study on uh, divine healing, true and false. And we got into that study last time on uh, the fifty-third chapter uh, of Isaiah, where it says, "Surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows." You 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 remember we reading that to you? But listen, when did our Lord bear these diseases and carry these pains? Now let's turn back to Matthew eight sixteen and read there. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Here the Holy Spirit declares that the prophecy of Isaiah 53 has been fulfilled. I ask you the question, when was this scripture fulfilled? Was it fulfilled while he was hanging on the cross and the brutal mob looked on and mocked and jeered at his agony? Some say it was, but the answer is no. This scripture was not fulfilled while Christ was on the cross. It was fulfilled while he was alive in the city of Capernaum on the shore of Lake Galilee. Oh, listen, it was fulfilled while he was there in a house when he, was he-, when he healed those individuals. It was fulfilled when he was alive. Not when he had died, no, the Lord bore the diseases and carried the pains, carried the pain of the people while He was alive, and not while He was on the cross, therefore he understands all about us. It was while he was alive that the prediction of Isaiah was fulfilled, and never afterward it was before he came to the cross, not while he was on the cross that this prophecy was fulfilled himself took our infirmities and carried our sickness. To show you that this is what the scripture I've just read to you means, turn back to Matthew chapter 1, verse 21 through 23. We'll read that scripture. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he shall save his people from their sins. Now all of this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel being interpreted God with us. Now let me ask you this question when was this prophecy fulfilled that she should bring forth a son it was fulfilled at the time spoken just like Matthew 8:16 was fulfilled at the time spoken why take one great prophecy out of its setting and make its fulfillment in the future when the Scripture says it was fulfilled now? In like manner, I wish you'd study Matthew two, sixteen through eighteen, when Herod put Herod put to, to death the children of Bethlehem. It was said that it might be fulfilled. Then I wish you'd study Matthew two fourteen, when Joseph took Mary and the child Jesus and went to Egypt with him. It was said that the Scriptures might be fulfilled. You will find that all of these scriptures were fulfilled at the time they were spoken. Go there and read Matthew 2.22, Matthew four 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 thirteen, Matthew 8.16, several scriptures there, Matthew 12.15, and uh, see, what, see what you find there. You will find all of these prophecies referred to in these passages were fulfilled at the time spoken. Then why take Matthew 8.16 and 17? Out of its setting and make it refer to the future, which is a misre- misrepresentation of the Scripture and also a misapplication. It is twisting the Scriptures to prove a false doctrine. You may not know it, but you can take the Bible and twist the Scriptures to prove anything in the world that you want it to. Now, my friend, I've seen that happen so often. I have. I've. I, I understand a little bit of Satan's tricks, and I have. I have several uh, booklets here by Pastor Shelton on on the old Satan. I wish you'd write me. I'll send them to you. I have one in my hand entitled The Trail of the Serpent, old The Old World Destroyer, The Old Supplanter. Oh, but listen, my friend, I'll be glad to send that to you free and postpaid, and uh, it, it'll give you a little insight. It'll give you uh, insight into Satan. Most folks think that Satan is a individual with a red flannel underwear suit on and a long tail and a pitchfork. No, no, Satan is the most beautiful individual ever created. He was the most beautiful created individual in heaven. He led the worship of the angel and and, and when he was sin was found in him, he was cast out of heaven. You know what that sin was? He said, "I will be like God, I will be as God." And when the Lord cast him out, he cast him to this earth, to this stratosphere of this earth, which is his headquarters. And not one of his powers, not one of his uh, graces, if you would call it that, was taken away from him. He has the power to do everything except give life. He is. We're going to get into that, that he has the power to heal. He does. He has the power to heal. But my friend, he can't give life. He can't give spiritual life. Oh, but he can harass God's child uh, to the nth degree. He can make your life miserable. And that's the reason the Lord tells us to resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Satan is a living, breathing individual, my friend. And uh, you can't combat him. You can't, but you can resist him, and you can call on the Lord to protect you from him. And the Bible says, tell him, uh, the Bible says, get thee behind me, Satan. Tell him to go to hell for his trouble. Go there, resist the devil, my friend. But oh, how many of our folks are, are rocked asleep in his lap. The scripture spoken speaks of being asleep in the lap of Satan. Out there on the old front porch, on the old high back rocker, rocking dodo, rocking dodo, rocking dodo, Satan patting you on the backside. My friend, that's a terrible thing. You know what you can do? Ask the Lord to, to uh, awaken you, let you see that those truths, let you see it. You might not believe what the old trailblazer says. You may not believe anything I say, but the Lord says his word is true and, it, and you cannot be broken. So I asked you to, to search the scriptures. And if you would write me and say, send me those booklets on Satan, Pastor. And I'll do that. There's about a half a dozen of them. And it'll be an enlightening to your heart. And then I, I appreciate it if you would. And then if you have an opportunity to give out messages, booklets in the hospitals, in the jails, in the drugstore, wherever you go. Uh, you old truckers, you stop in a truck stop or in a way station and go in there uh, where you have a shower room and they got a little stand in there. You can put three or four booklets in there. Do that for me. Would you do that? It'll bless your heart. You'll be giving out the gospel. And uh, you folks who are traveling on your vacation and taking trips, care half a dozen widgets when you stop in a wayside park, in you know, an enclosed area, put them in there. And uh, I've, I've had people write me and say, I picked this one up off of the sidewalk before it got dirty, and it's been a blessing to my heart. And I had a lady wrote me, called me last week from Jackson, Mississippi. She said she called me R.L. Shelton. I said, no, R.L. L. R. Shelton is dead and gone on to be the Lord. She said, well, I picked up one of R.L. Shelton's booklets in the doctor's office and said he hit the nail right on the head, and I want you to send me some more of them. And we did that. And we'll send them to you free and postpaid. We'll send you a title list so that you can pick and choose. They're good evangelistic tools. And we have pastors all over the country using them as notes. And, and, the, and the old trailblazer does the same thing. And study helps. My friend, uh, listen, listen. That's how the Lord leads day in and day out. You say, well, the old divines. Matthew Henry is one of the greatest old preachers that was, one of the old commentators. And we read from his Bible and study. Get You don't have to be smart. To preach, you just ask the Lord to give you grace and give you grace to, to study and to and to glean out of the great old books and the Bible, and uh, the Lord will bless you and keep you. So I ask you to do that for him if you will. And we're running out of time, but we'll get back into this study on uh "With His Stripes We Are Healed," which is not a uh, not a gospel. But my friend, uh would you ask? I would. I would ask you to pray for the old Trailblazer. Oftentimes I grow weary. I sit here in this little old studio, make these tapes. And ask the Lord to give me grace to be true to your soul. That's all I intend to do, to be true to your soul. I don't have an opinion. I don't have an agenda. I don't have an ax to grind with these folks. But, my friend, I praise the Lord that he's sending the gospel day in and day out. And then remember the old Trailblazer's address, the old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.